0: It's Tuesday, March 24th, and um, while the world's doing what it's doing, we're going to spend time here talking about the morning Bible reading. It's on the website. Go to compasschurch.org. You can see our daily Bible reading. We want to do it in the mornings. So hopefully, this will get you started. If you got kids, I would encourage you to have them sit and uh, read or listen to at least the New Testament reading for the day. But uh, all of us at church, if you're old enough, obviously, to be listening to this and set it up on your uh, devices to hear the morning devotional, love for you to read these chapters that are assigned to us today. And the chapters we have today, three chapters in the Old Testament Joshua 11, 12, and 13. And in chapter 11, you're going to see the finishing of the conquest as Joshua leads them into this final phase, uh, at least for now. Verse number six in chapter 11, great reminder of something God had said to Joshua over and over and over again. Do not be afraid. And as he's going to do the work that God called him to, he wanted him not to fear. We don't fear anyone but God. And if we've made peace with God, we know he's our advocate, not our adversary. Chapter 12, the list of defeated kings. What a great reminder for us to look back at the victories that God has accomplished in the past. And so we see all that, that may seem like ancient history to us, but it was for them a reminder that God was with them, was driving forward as the captain of the army, looking back at what God had done through Moses and the defeat of the foreign kings. And then in chapter 13, Joshua gets the instructions there regarding the land allotments and he passes those on and basically says, hey, Joshua, you're old now. And before you retire, before you're done on this earth, you got to get to work at doing and finishing the things that I've asked you to do, and that is to settle the 12 tribes in the land of Israel. So this is a great passage, lots of lessons there in the Old Testament. We kind of hop from one topic to another, but I want you to draw from that a lot of things that you can apply today about fearless... Uh, living, courageous living, a kind of uh, focus on the task that God calls us to and the promised land that was provided for them is a promised land that one day will be provided for us in the new Jerusalem, the eternal state. We're looking forward to the kingdoms of the world becoming the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. We're looking forward to that. We can't wait. I trust you can't wait, particularly now in these strange times, for the final fulfillment and redemption of creation and so we look forward to that in the new testament reading the first half of luke chapter 4 we see the temptation of christ there's some things in chapter 4 that i think are so helpful for me to remember that the battles that we face in our temptations uh, really jesus uh, encountered the same assault on his life as well The book of Hebrews says he was tempted in every way as we are yet without sin. And there's so many things there to encourage us. One is that he has the sympathy of knowing what it's like uh, for us to have this assault against righteousness in our life. Uh, He knows the pain. He's a sympathetic high priest. Uh, But the victory in the first half here of Luke chapter 4 is that he has actually Succeeded in fighting those temptations. And what a good thing for us knowing the redemptive plan that God would fulfill all righteousness in Christ that He had to do in a human body, all the good and righteous things that we were unable to do. So His victory becomes our victory because He lived in our place as well as died in our place. So read those verses in the battle in His temptation with a sense of uh, thankfulness that God is sympathetic toward us. As it says in Psalm 103, He knows our frame, He knows we're just dust. I love that verse, reminds us of how sympathetic God is toward us and then uh, recognize how great it is that he accomplished our righteous living for us. Hey, I also want to give you a one another for the day. The one another for today is found in Galatians chapter 6, verse number 2, and it's a great, great one another, and I think right now is a great time for us to apply it. It simply says that we ought to carry one another's burdens or bear one another's burdens. It's a great passage. Reminds us that to bear one another's burdens, we've got to know what those burdens are. And in this time, I think it's so important that we discern even those burdens that we might not even hear articulated in the lives of those around us, both our physical neighbors and then those in our church that we're connecting with electronically every single day. We need to think about what those burdens would be, look at the profile, the situation, the home situation, whatever it might be, the financial situation, and discern what the burden might be, and then share that burden. How do we share that burden? Well, we have to help carry the burden, whatever it might be. How can I help? That needs to be something we think and ask really by proxy in our minds what might help them, and then we need to physically ask that. As hard as it is for some people to ask for help, we need to tell them, we want to help you. We want to help bear whatever it is, the burden that you're carrying. We'd like to help bear that as well we'd like to come alongside of you so what is it that we can do Um, we don't want anyone to go in their lives take this life and the burdens of this life and carry them alone the next part of that in galatians 6 2 when it says to bear one another's burdens it says thus you'll fulfill the law of christ that's a great line it fulfills the law of christ what's the law of christ to love one another even as we love ourselves one thing we do every day is we Bear our own burdens, right? Whatever our troubles are, we have to deal with those. And the law of Christ is that we would love our neighbor as ourself. That's certainly what Jesus said we ought to do, the second great command. And then we realize it's the law of Christ because that was the pattern of Christ. That's what he did. He bore our burdens for us. He cared for us. He selfless, selflessly Uh, met the needs that we couldn't meet on our own and didn't meet on our own. So today I want you to think about, I want you to consider it, I want you to meditate on it, and I want you to learn to some way practically apply Galatians 6-2 by seeking to carry or bear another person's burden today. Make it your purpose, know what it is, ask what it is, meet that need, and thus you'll fulfill the law of Christ.